Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast, streaming live on twitch.tv slash 100 Series for the first time ever. And we're doing something brand new here on the show. We have not just one guest, not just two guests. We have three guests here on the podcast because we're going to be chopping it up and talking about uh, a topic that's very important to me. And it's also very important to a lot of entrepreneurs, artists out here in the Quad Cities and out here in the Midwest. So we're going to go ahead and introduce everybody going, uh, we're going to go uh, clockwise. So we're going to start with uh, my man, Bert, down here. So Bert, if you want to go ahead and just uh, introduce yourself and uh, who you are and some things that you, you do here in the QC. What up, what up? So I'm Bert. Bert Johnson on Facebook, uh, BertJ25 on Snapchat, BertJ25 on Instagram. It's pretty much the same. Um, but what I do is I do a lot of different things. I'm mainly right now focused on um, like artist management and uh, A&R work. I just recently just uh, joined Local Traffic Only with DJ K Young, Cat Daddy, Pinky. And so that's really what I focus on right now is just everything in the music, music world. But I do everything, merchandise, the whole nine, so. Cool. All right. And Glenn. Hey, uh, Glenn Cole. I'm a professional brewer. Um, so I'm currently the brand ambassador for Midwest Ale Works in East Moline at the Rust Belt. Uh, I've been a brewer for Bent River, Geneseo Brewing, and I'm currently the brewmaster at uh, Hofbrau uh, in St. Louis. So lots of beer brewing. Very cool. All right. And Josh. Hey, I'm Josh Graves. I'm owner of Graveyard Studios and the founder of the Underground <clears throat> Economy. Um, Graveyard Studios is a recording studio and Underground Economy is a collaborative space for creative entrepreneurs uh, to come together and collaborate and uh, grow their business. Uh, yeah. Nice, nice. And the reason why I gathered you all here for this episode is I want to talk about that. I want to talk about collaboration. I want to talk about one, why it's important to collaborate and two, like some of the do's and do nots when it comes to collaborating, because I know that there are a lot of entrepreneurs out here that have a lot going on and we cannot do it by ourselves, which is why we need to come together and work together to make all of our goals get accomplished. And also there are all, as with, as with all things in life, there is a right way and a wrong way to go about things. So I want to talk about all of those things. So really starting out with, I just want to talk about, uh, first off uh, with the 100 series, one of the main things that I do as a creator, as an entrepreneur, is getting the opportunity to meet and work with entrepreneurs, business owners, and artists from all over the Quad Cities. I can tell you like how many amazing people there are out here. And just being able to hang out with, talk to, work with people from all over the area. The number one, I've grown my network. That's one big part about collaboration and two uh personally for me is that i just learn i learn more about the community that i live in i learn things that i didn't know to begin with i learn about things that oh maybe i should instead of doing things with my business this way maybe i should tweak them a little bit and you know get some more people involved over in this avenue so I think collaboration is absolutely, absolutely vital if you're a business owner, if you want to survive and thrive uh, in this competitive, I'm going to call it 
post-COVID world now that we live in and everything. So really, uh, I want to talk to, talk to, let's start with Josh here and, and talk about just some of the different ways that you've been able to collaborate with people here in the Quad Cities. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the biggest reasons that I started the underground economy is because I saw a need for more and more collaboration and a place for people to meet and start that that first like, hey, let's meet each other. What do you do? I do this type conversations that kind of lead to collaborations. And uh, I feel like, um, you know, collaboration is one of the biggest things that made my business so successful is because I saw people in the community, I reached out to them and I was like, hey, let's see where we can collaborate. Let's see where we can connect on. And I think that that's a very powerful way to, like you said, build your brand and really like take your business to somewhere you might not be able to go by yourself at that moment. So, yeah. And Glenn, uh, I know you are, you're doing a lot of brewing at a lot of different businesses in the Quad Cities. Now you're down in, in St. Louis. Talk about what's that like to being able to collaborate with your expertise when it comes to brewing and to beers and, and taking that to all these different shops and businesses? Uh, yeah, man, it's been great because uh, there's, there's several opportunities to collaborate within the industry. You know, I've, I've brewed beer with Radical Effect and Bent River and Geneseo Brewing and Midwest Works and stuff while I was at other breweries. So there's always that um, side of things of just getting to know other people in your industry in the area. Um, but there's also a lot of opportunity to work with other businesses that are completely out of the industry. You know, when I was at Bent River, we did a uh, local and common tour where we did every week a different local coffee shops, coffee featured in the, uh, the coffee stout. So, um, yeah, there's, there's so many different ways. We, we're doing one with, uh, at Midwest Sailworks, we're doing one with the Carson King Foundation and, you know, trying to raise money for nonprofits and things too. So we're, we're lucky to be in such a, an, an art-centric industry that uh, we're, we're able to collaborate with pretty much any, anything we can try to figure out how we, we can bridge it into beer. And I have to say, I actually had the Midwest Legend, because that's what you're talking about, right? The Midwest Legend beer. Absolutely fantastic it is probably one of the best beers i have ever had so you guys knocked it out of the park with that one man you did a great job thanks man appreciate it and uh bert what are some of the what are been who have been some of the people you've been able to work with um shit i mean shoot uh well really when it really comes down to it I, i've literally worked with a lot of people probably from almost every city in this state when it comes to anything, like when it comes to music or anything. Actually, Josh Gray, me and Josh Gray did some collaborative work a you few know times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. We, we sat down, we've had conversations about how we need to get more people involved in collaborating with things. Um, for me, it's literally just been, cause I, I don't, I'm, I'm into music, but I don't make music. So I'm more on the side of like, hey, this sounds good with this person. So collaboration for me is like you said, vital because I mean, if I don't collaborate, then who am I going to work with? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so for me, so for me, it's always staying with the networking. Like right now, this hat that I have on, me and a friend of mine, he's out of Arizona, and we're collaborating right now on a uh, on a merchandising business because I used to have bird shirts, and uh, we switched that up, made it an all online business and stuff like that. And he has access to better fabrics down there. Why? Because of collaboration, people down there that he's collaborating with. So it's really just opening the doors because the biggest thing is like. Like, especially with music, you know, because that's one of the hardest places where pe for people to collaborate on because there is so much ego. So, you know, the biggest thing of what I say is like, 
when it comes to collaboration, we have to take a book, we have to take like a page, a book, like a page out of the book from like Atlanta, from like New York, from West Coast. I mean, you think about it like, like Dub C, Mac 10, like they were active gangbangers in two different sets that came together and, you know, changed the West Coast music for, for generations, you know what I'm saying? So like, it, once, once everybody around here can figure out the collaboration side of things, really figure it out, that's when we get the, we'll get it moving. But it, it is, it's important. It's, it's, it's been my biggest ally from the time that I went from car sales, like even with car sales, jump from car sales to, to the music stuff. Like that's been my number one thing is making sure that I collaborate, making sure I jump on the project, making sure I can get this person with this person and making sure, you know, and every single time, they ain't never failed me. It's always been, it's always been lovely. So I love, yeah. I, that's, you know, that's my biggest, that's why I was like. And I know, sorry. And I know starting out, it can be really difficult to try to want to reach out to other people because you're so hyper-focused on your own business or brand or whatever you're trying to build that you kind of like have blinders to whatever else other people are doing at that time. But I feel like once you get to the point, point where your brand is kind of in a place where you're ready to collaborate, it's crucial to take that step to next to the next level. Like you can only, I mean, yeah, you can get there by yourself, but it's going to be way, way, way longer and harder like you said, you're getting access to better fabrics. Like for example, you're going to get access to better, a bigger uh, market if you uh, reach out to and collaborate with other people. And these things are going to happen faster and better and probably even better than you imagined just with collaborating with other people. You know, like they say, more than one head is better than, than just yours, you know? So you add three, four good people that are already headed in a good direction. What do you think is going to happen in that situation? Something good nine out of 10 times, you know? So it's like always even worth right it. now. Oh, my bad. Like even right now with us four sitting in this conversation, the collaboration situation is crazy because yeah. right now an artist could look at this and say, holy crap, he has beer that he could spot. Man, he could sponsor some beer stuff. He could sponsor my event for the beer. Then I could holler at Josh Graves and go, and go record my music at his studio and then holler at Jawan and have him come out to the thing and, you know, shoot my videos and take my headshots and my pictures. That right there. And, that, and then they might, they, it might be an artist that sees this and is like, I'm going to go talk to Burke because he's easy to talk to. But I can put him in contact with all four of us. And this right here, this podcast about collaboration is legitimate, like, creating a collaboration situation because don't get me wrong when we get off here i'm gonna holler at all y'all <laughs> right <laughs> yes you know I'm saying? like for real like yeah and I, I always say that and i can't remember exactly where i i heard it from but it resonates to me right to this day and that's the best collaborations work when all sides have one uh shared following and two shared values so let's segue that into the next topic of what are some of the things that you guys look for personally when you're wanting to collaborate with someone? Do you, do you have like a, a certain criteria or is it like, I'm just gonna, you know, you know find out, you know, just, you know, whoever comes to me, I'm going to go with, or do you have like a specific, like, you know what you're looking for when you collaborate with somebody? There's no such thing as a specific person when it comes to collaboration in my eyes. This is my opinion. I don't know how everybody else feels. In my eyes, I don't, I don't, I don't care what they might have said about you. I don't care what they did or whatever, because our experience might be totally different. So when it comes down to me, no, I, I don't look for nothing specific. It's if, if you want to reach out, nine times out of ten, if I like what you're doing, I'm going to reach out. We're going to meet each other for, eventually because I'm reaching out. And if you like what I'm doing, don't be afraid. Reach out because I know so many people that it's like 
I don't know. Like, you know, I could be like, nah, I don't mess with nobody in the country. But I know so many people that love country music. Like, I could be beneficial to a country artist. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, nah, there's nothing specific I look for. It's anybody and everybody. As long as you're genuine, you work hard, and, and, and you have a trusting attitude to where you're in business, and you, and you do honorable business, psh, it's whatever. Yeah, I think kind of a prerequisite for me is consistency. Like if someone's already doing great things on their own, then they're they're gonna follow through. They're gonna they're gonna commit to things that are gonna make the collaboration beneficial to both people. So like, you know, I feel like that might be one thing that I I kinda make sure that, you know, there's it's easy to kind of fake things on social media nowadays. So it's crucial, you know, especially if you're in a long term business that you are not collaborating with people that might not want to do this tomorrow, you know? So they might wake up and be like, Hey, let's collaborate with you. I read, I reached out to you. And then three weeks later, you don't hear from them. So, you know, make sure that you do put in that time and research to, to follow through. But at the same time, don't be close minded to other opportunities that might actually be really good for you and them. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a give and take, you know? Right. Glenn? Uh, yeah. So I would say, you know, at this point in my career, I usually am the one that reaches out. So um, I think that most of the time I'm looking for the people that I'm doing collaborations with are inspiring me in some way. They're giving me some something um, either from their brand or their reputation or their product that is making me uh, want to create something or work on a, a promotion or some kind of marketing project based on what they're already doing and what I can add to that and what, what they're doing can add to what I'm doing. Um, so I do most of the reaching out most of the time. And I usually like come to them with some kind of plan. Like there's already been uh, something wheels turning in my mind to where when I reach out, I'm, I'm, I, I'm already focused on whatever we're going to be working on. And, and I'm just pitching that and selling that to them of, Hey, this is how this is mutual mutually beneficial to me, to, to us. And, uh, and, and why I'm, you know, inspired by their work and what work I'm inspired by to even get to that point. And so that's, that's usually how, um, how the collaborations start with, with my line of things. Nice. Very cool. I want to ask a question to you, Josh, because you have the underground economy. So your whole, your whole business is, is revolving around collaboration between because yeah. I know you you've done a lot of workshops with people uh, with the other photographers other entrepreneurs talk about how or not not not, not really how but what's that dynamic like now uh, with all the different creatives that you've been able to to right. bring uh, into your business so I guess because of COVID what I feel like has been lost the most is the feeling of community. And for me, that's what kind of like fuels me. Like that's my gas in my tank is the, the collaboration in the community here locally in Iowa in in the quad cities, especially. And so COVID kind of put a halt on that. But, you know, I also think that some of the things that people are doing here locally, bringing that innovation to see what can we do despite our circumstances. So, you know, like for me, the collaboration between people that, you know, when they meet and they don't know each other from Adam and then a week later they're creating art together or creating a product together. 
that feeling alone is awesome. Like whether I'm involved directly or indirectly, or they just happen to meet here or there, it's just, it just feels fulfilling. Like to see like, Oh man, they really did it. They really, they were talking about doing this or doing that. And now you see that project a month later and it's in its fruition or like to be privy to things like, that conversation that happened a month ago that they were like, Oh, we might do this, but you never know if it's going to happen or not. And to see it come all the way through from a conversation to a project just feels amazing. Like it, it's cool to see like, and it's, and it's a lot of times people from completely different industries, like the collaboration with uh, Glenn and crunk chocolate on the beer. Like that was super cool. Like, and you know what uh, crunk chocolate's doing for live streaming and his events. Like those are types of ways that, we continue to innovate despite our circumstances and find ways to collaborate with, uh, with each other that we may not have thought about even three, six or a year ago, you know, like, so I think that's kind of a super important aspect is that seeing the difference between that starting point and all the way to the end of the project is what really like is cool for me, I guess. And one thing I, I love personally about collaborating is this this never almost this never ending expanding web of a network. Like I could do I could do like a photo shoot with a model and you know her and and her friend will see that I want to do a shoot a shoot with me and then their friends will will see that and then I now I have this whole gambit of people now that I can work with because I did a collaboration with just one person and Another huge thing about that also is social media is collaborating uh, through social media and, and seeing all these different things, all these different photo shoots that I've done on my end and what the importance of tagging, which is always important uh, if you're going to be doing that, is to always tag and give credit to... Let's talk to, about that too. Let's do that. Let's do it then. So yeah. so on, on social media, if you're new, if you haven't really done collaboration, if you're going to be doing any type of collaboration or any type of work with another business entrepreneur photographer model etc it's always important always 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 important to give credit where credit is due tag them in the pose you want to tag them because one you want to give them credit for for doing the work uh, because most of the time people aren't taking their own photos unless it's a selfie but if it's a professional photo nine times out of ten they're not taking it themselves you're not taking it yourself so give the, the photographer credit. That's just a common courtesy. Also with that, like one thing I see a lot of times when I'm seeing people posting photos of them, I'm like, Oh, this is an awesome photo. I always, I always want to know like who took the photo because I want to see more of their work, you know? So that's another important thing is that it expands again. It expands your network. It expands your network. And now people are coming to you now. I can't tell you how many times, I have gotten followers. Like I remember one time I got like 50 followers off of one woman because of a, of a post and she tagged me in it. It's, it's huge and it's important. And if you're not tagging people, start tagging people because number one, if I, if I see that, if I see that number one, you're not taking the time out to tag me, why would I want to work with you? Because collaboration is supposed to be a give, take, give, take, give, take. If you're just take, 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 taking, then what am I to benefit? Why, why would I want to continue to work with you, you know? And that is one of the biggest problems with the collaboration around this area and this part is because 
is take, take, take. What can this person do for me? What, what ideas can I get from this person? What, what is it? What is my benefit to this? And nobody's looking at it as like, how am I going to help? How are we going to help each other grow? You know what I'm saying like it's more than just tagging too. like really to get into it. It's it's actually sharing it and promoting it. You know what I'm saying like yes. that's one of the worst situations. That's why like what Josh is talking about, like the consistency thing, like, yeah, one day I'm about it the next day or next three days. It'd be like, whoa, what happened? Like, I ain't even seen you post about yourself on this joint. That's that's the biggest problem is like you put all this time into this project, you put all this energy into this collaboration, and then there's only one person on one side of the collaboration that's actually really doing the promotion of it to where people can be seeing what's going on. There's a lot of people that walk around this place that collaborate, have a lot of work that ain't been seen by a lot of people because they do it, they like it, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why... A lot of these people out here, a lot of artists, a lot of creatives, a lot of businesses. I've seen it even with inside of professional businesses. Like a lot of people do collaboration work and they'll maybe post one or two times because if we're really going to the social media side of things like and posting and we're talking about the sharing and all that, like you only see one side of the group that's posting. I mean, that's I mean, if one person has 2,500 and the other person has 5,000, I mean, shoot, that's only 2,500 people that's seeing it. And, and if I tag you, are you even putting it on your wall? You know what I'm saying? Are you going to share it? Are you going to at least give it a share? Are you going to talk about it? If you're not talking about it, then what's the point of collaborating? And that's what a lot of people are walking around saying, like, man, what's the point of collaborating? I can do this all myself and do it by myself because I'm going to be the only one pushing it anyway. You know what I'm saying? So that's huge around here. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, do you guys ahead, think Josh. that? Do you guys think that that's something that people should set up beforehand, or is that something that contracts should be without being said? Like it should be if I'm reaching, it should be contractually. It should be on a contract. Right. If me and you are gonna do some that, bro. If we gonna do some collab work, bro, you finna sign this contract. Why? Because you're gonna put in just as much marketing as I'm gonna put in marketing. We we need to market this together so that we can get the results that we actually want. I want to win. So if we going to do this, we got to do 50-50 work. It can't be 25 and 75. It, it, it don't work like that. You know what I mean? So I believe, I'm a firm believer in, yes, when we sit down and do business, it's a contractual agreement. And if you don't hold up your end of the contract, well, what happens? <laughs> You're in breach. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that leads to a whole other issue. All you had to do was make, all you had to do was market. So I think it goes beyond just the initial collaboration, whatever project that you're doing with somebody, it, it bridges over into like that is part of your network. Now you're, you're going to be connected with that person from there on out, regardless if it was a good experience or a bad experience, hopefully it was a good experience, but you should be promoting whoever you are working with in the future for projects that they're doing because you're going to be associated with them now, you know, working at Midwest Aleworks in the Rust Belt and I'm, and I'm in charge of all their social media. I'm constantly sharing what Iron and Grain Coffee Shop's doing, what Wrath Fitness is doing, what Jenny's Boxcar's doing, regardless if we have any connection to it, because those are our, that's our people. We are totally connected with everything that they do, regardless if that's our project together. But that's what keeps us working so well together and doing multiple projects, having multiple collaborations and having that connection of 
this is, these are my people. When, when you do, when you buy stuff from them, it, you're, it's the exact same way if you were buying stuff from me. Right. And I don't, I don't feel like a lot of businesses do that as much. But they right. should be doing that. You continue that relationship and then you, right. that leads to more collaborations. And setting that precedence eliminates any chance of animosity or any negative uh, emotions for future collaborations. If you're doing those kind of things off, off the top, then what do you have to worry about? You, I, like I'm, I get to the point where if I have a, cheese, a cheeseburger locally, I'm probably either going to eat it first. But I try to take a picture and tag them first. You know, like even like such stuff like that. I mean, because I mean, COVID, I mean, I almost shut down permanently in March. So business was... I mean, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's like 80% of businesses or something shut down permanently during COVID. So like these marketing techniques and these collaborations are not just for fun. Like these things are crucial to the, the success and the future of our businesses. So like if you're not taking it serious, we probably shouldn't be collaborating. Like it just, yeah, you know, so those things kind of like just are like common common courtesy type things that you know we would you would think would be normal but aren't always so it's good to set that up clear you know and what's exactly. and just a way in real quick on what glenn and josh was saying for anyone who's watching or anything like that just a way in on that like if you're already like like how he said 80 percent of the business is closed down right if we had that collaboration like that that bond like how glenn was talking and we were doing what josh is talking about there'd be a cycle to where I could call you and say, hey man, I'm kind of going under, what's something that I could do? Hey, this is what we doing over here, innovative at our business, check this out, and it will definitely help you out and push you. And then now, online sales, online services, everything that we switching, everything that everyone's switching their stuff to, you will know as a community, we all gonna switch together, and we gonna keep everybody still in the same spot. When you're not doing the collaboration, when you're not doing the, necess the necessary sharing that you're supposed to be doing, even outside of it, like Glenn was saying, that's where we lose the contact and that's where we get those high uh, business uh, closers. If, if, if we were all working together, it wouldn't work like that because we'd be innovative together and moving together. Exactly, and if one of us succeeds, we all succeed. I mean, and that's really kind of like why, like even the word underground economy came from me seeing people locally in the underground building an economy that really wasn't dependent on the mainstream uh, economy here and so like that's why i want this place to be more than just oh this is josh's spot this is josh's studio no i want this to be the place where you a lot of people are afraid to reach out over social media to people or intimidated to reach out to you know like some of us are looked up to more than we ex we anticipate you know like some of the people that may have never started a business or have aspirations to do so or a photographer may be looking up to juan like Hey man, I want to reach out to him, but I'm, I'm intimidated too. So, you know, for me, the underground economy is a place for those people to meet in person rather than just have to be forced to like, Hey, let me inbox you. And you know, it seems forced that way, you know? So I know with COVID it's a little bit more difficult, but my hopes is that this place becomes a place where you don't really need me here. You know, you guys do your thing, like get in, like do your thing. If I'm involved, cool. If not, cool. Like, I just want you guys to connect and collaborate and build a community around the businesses that are already here. We're already doing things well on our own, but the things that we can do co together are probably way better than I can even imagine, you know? So, I mean, just like the Genesis gig that I just got, 
it was the biggest gig I've ever had, but I wouldn't have been able to do that without collaborating with other local people. Yes. I brought in local videographers, local photographers, and we all did that thing together, which is competing with those bigger media companies, those bigger companies that we may not have been able to get that gig normally. So, I mean, those kind of future things are possible if we really come together. Yeah, and I like how you mentioned that, Josh, because actually you and I, we were actually two photographers that were a part of the yeah. United Way's um, big project, and that was a huge gig for me. I'm pretty fun. sure it was a huge gig for you, for you as yeah. well. And, yeah. and the way I got discovered was because of all the, the work I've done with the 100 series, you know, dating back five years, so right. five years worth of collaborations with people. And I finally got discovered by the United Way. So, so that's how important it is, is that eventually if you keep doing this, you keep working with people, even though you may not you know, see a lot of return right away, please believe me that people are watching you. Yeah. People are watching you. Not only the people who you're collaborating with, but their friends and their associates and their businesses and their friends and associates and businesses, people are watching you because like, I didn't know that someone with the United Way, because they here's what they told me. They discovered me because I did a, a podcast interview with Brandy Donaldson. Some of you probably know who she is. And I didn't, I did not know that. That just goes again to, to show just how powerful the network is. The network is absolutely incredible and it is absolutely important. And you need to understand that the network is there, it is watching you and be on alert. I'll say that right now. Be on alert because without collaborating, you are missing out on so many opportunities, so many things that could absolutely change your life. Collaborations changed my life. Like it changed my life. It changed my mindset on how to go about doing a business. Like you don't have to do it alone. So with that being said, um, Josh, you already mentioned uh, your gig with Genesis. How about uh, Bert or Glenn? You want to share about any like big gigs that you were able to, to come across uh, just uh, because of collaboration? Yeah, man. Um, where do I start? Uh, I have one of the things that I've like didn't actually really know I wanted to do was film. And I have a friend who is actually he's a family friend. But um, we did like a little collaboration. We like just something like he he was shooting something. He was like, hey, you want to come out, help me, whatever, whatever. I was like, bet. He's like, you can get some credits for it too. Boom. And then so I shout out, helped him. He noticed he's like, oh, you're a little decent with the camera, man. And then next thing you know, I'm on a movie set doing production assistant wow. work and actually like learning how to uh, set up the lights, set up the camera, camera angles, the different types of like, you know, like different types of equipment that you use just for the camera, the different types of lenses. Like when I say I learned so much and then like the kind of cap on that was like when they, when they were like, uh, yeah, you could come. Thanks for coming out. We enjoy it. We want to hire you to come down to the Lake of the Ozarks to shoot this party scene. And I'm like on a yacht, you know what I'm saying? Like carrying the cameras on the yacht, you know what I'm saying? Like actually helping with some of the script a little bit, like, you know, like I actually like I had the director at one point in time, like asking me, like, yo, how do you feel about this? Yo, would you what would you change? And I'm like, dang, y'all, I'm just here to carry a bag with food in it. I, <laughs> I'm not here to do that. But, you know, with that, with me being able to do that, like now, I, like they're all out in L.A. They're all doing their thing. Like from that, I've met 
for me hanging out with him and just taking that little bit of time, I think we was out there for like maybe like 15, 20 minutes doing the camera work. For me taking that 15, 20 minutes of time, I got a whole three months of experience of actual onset film. I got lifelong connections with some people who are actually creating films. They're actually, um, they have a film coming out. It's Joe Clark and um, a couple of the other homies, but the uh, director, his name is Joe Clark. And um, he has another film coming out right now that they're shooting out in LA. So, but it's a lifetime connection that, that I got just for 15, 20 minutes of just a little bit of work that I did for free. I didn't even get paid for it. It's just, it was the homie. So uh, that's happened a lot of, he's also got me gigs at the IY, or not the Wireless Center, but at the, uh, at the uh, USL Center up in Cedar Rapids. Like I've done so many different camera operation jobs. Like it's crazy. Worked for the University of Iowa doing like some Iowa meets, like wrestling meets. Like I've done some shit stuff and it's, it's, cra it's, it's crazy. So yeah, 15, 20 minutes of collab, man. Lifetime connections. Nice. Yeah, I'd say my biggest one, I mean, just of my time in the Quad Cities um, was probably that local Uncommon tour when I was with Bent River. Um, I had only been there like not even three months as the marketing director, and I'm just a coffee nerd in general also. And just had the idea of, hey, let's make the, your number one selling beer, but with actual local coffee. Let's try to get as many different ones as we can and put the promotion together and pitched it to the owners. And at first... They, they denied me at first. They were like, no, it's too much work. That's too much stuff to put into it. Nobody's going to want to put the time into doing this. I was like, I'll, I'll do it. Like, I'll put the effort into it. I'll make it work. So they let me do it. And, uh, but from that, it, it got me, you know, it, it got Bent River way more out there. I mean, you know, as big as Bent River is, but with different coffee crowds in different area, you know, everybody goes to whatever their local coffee shop is closest to their house on their way to work and stuff. And, a lot of a lot of ones that we worked with were out in Bettendorf and out in uh, the, you know the far end of Davenport and things in East Moline and things like that. So we were able to get connected with the the more the communities that were outside of Moline and Rock Island and the Quad Cities. And it was it showed me a lot about the Quad Cities. About you know I was really new to the area, so it was it I I, I found out a lot about how what businesses will help you out when you're helping them out and which ones won't. So, you know, I, there's a whole bunch of coffee shops in the Quad Cities I will never work with again because they didn't share the post. They didn't uh, make their own posts. They didn't put any effort into it at all. And, and that's small businesses. And the ones that did, I've worked with several times before. They, they were repeat on um, the next year that we did it. Um, we, we did special collaborations in the meantime. It, you know, um, I've, I've had a lot of work with 392 uh, out of that. I met, um, I met Royce just from, from the 392 collaboration and everything. And since then we've started a podcast, we're opening a brewery together, you know? Um, so that, that, was, that was a great one of getting to know just how collaborative and uh, how collaborations work in the Quad Cities. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. So with a lot of, with a lot of the collaborations that we do, where you mentioned it, before we, we do a lot of them for free um, in the photog in the photog world they're called TFP time for photos trade for photos and um, but eventually you got to transition from not getting paid to actually making money so where do you guys draw that line when it comes to collaborations like like how do you determine like you're gonna collaborate 
or is this going to be a client? How do you, how do you determine that? Uh, it really depends on the approach, like how Josh was saying, like, like he was saying when he looks for somebody, how I was like, nah, I don't really have a, I don't really have a certain person that I look for and I collaborate with anybody. But when it, it when it comes down to, is this going to be a client or is this like, you know what, I'm going to put my time in this because I know that outside of here, this is going to be something great for me or whatever. The difference between that is how much time I'm actually really going to put into it how much you're going to get out of it outside of me getting anything out of it. And then it just really depends on the project. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's a project project and I'm about to put some time into it. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I need some, I, I need some conversation because you're taking me away from your, if, especially if you need that time, you're going to take me away from my kids. You're going to take me away from fam, you know, my family life. You're going to take me from my other, my other situations as far as money getting, and I'm going to be putting all my attention on this. So if I'm putting all my attention on this for some months, we could definitely, and, and that right there is where the contracts come in. Cause we can work out. Well, Hey, guess what? You might not have to pay me up front, but when we do this, I want conversation out of it in this way, in a percentage type situation where you breaking me off from my time and my late, my, like my labor, but it's not, but I'm, but I'm still going to give you a, I'm still going to give you that situation where it's like, I'm not taking a whole lot. Like, I'm not going to be like, yeah, pay me $5,000. And I know that you probably all going to make like six or seven of them. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I pay me a small percentage of the time of what you need me. If you need me to dedicate it that hard. But if it's like some just a conversation, friendly conversation situation, like, man, whatever, like at, at, cause you could, I could lab in a lot of conversation, like just conversation. I'll drop, I'll have an idea. I ain't gonna use it, I'm gonna give it to you. That to me is collaboration, but that to me is like a homie. You know what I'm saying? That's a friend, that's me. Hey man, take this and see what you do with it, bro. And, and all you gotta do is shout me out at the award ceremony. You know what I'm saying? All you gotta do is shout me out at the ribbon cutting. Just, hey, shout out to my man Bert. Hey, that's all I need, I don't need no compensation. But if I'm gonna be like, yo, I'm digging in, I'm building a foundation for it. I gotta, I gotta help you with the business plan. I gotta help you with the financials. I gotta help you with the opening day. I gotta be running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Oh, you paying me? Right. You paying me? Otherwise, I'm clowning. I'm, I'm, I'm wasting my time. And I could have been doing some other projects that are actually gonna pay me. You know what I mean? And, and you do have to be cautious, um, especially online, because me starting out, people would hit me up like every day, like collaboration, collaboration, and they want to use that word to get free services, and you have to be cautious because me, I'm like, oh, man, oh, collaboration, cool, let's do this. And then you end up doing 18 hours of work in a, for nothing, and you're like, well, that didn't benefit my company, my marketing strategy, or my pocket. It just has to make sense, you know, like, and, and, and don't be standoffish either. Like, I, I want to be clear, like, don't be a oh, F everybody, but it's like you have to have a little bit of balance there between what is crucial to your business and what is there for collaboration like you know you sometimes you gotta money talks you gotta you yeah. gotta get paid and sometimes if i'm at the same level and we're getting equal and it's equal on both sides obviously that's a time for a collaboration but the intent of collaboration is to benefit both people whether it's by establishing both networks together or if we're gonna combine and make a product that we're splitting 50 50 if i'm if i'm gonna reach out to you it's either one of those two i want to get some of your network to see what i'm doing and see what your network is doing and vice versa or i want to create a product together that we can both mutually benefit from 
you know, or even so right now me and a hundred shot films are working on just, and I reached out for Jawan for this, just a campaign to, 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 com- to promote people to vote. And, you know, we're not getting anything out of it. We're not, you know, we're not getting any finances out of it, but it just shows that people in the community locally vote and that you should. So those kind of things are common sense. Like, collaborate for those you know collaborate with things that like glenn said earlier that inspire you if if you're not getting inspired it's probably a client you know so make sure that all collaborations that you do regardless if you're making money or not are inspiring you first of all that, that's the most important to me yeah and i, yes. I remember so many times that you know, like Josh was saying, people will hit me up and, you know, in the DMs and like, hey, I want to do a, do a photo shoot. And I'm like, all right, cool. Here's my, my, my rate. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, okay. That's, that's the, that's what they're playing at. Okay. Okay. But you know, you're going to get that too from, from some people as well. Some, the, the right people, I always say this word, the right people will, will pay. The, the right people will understand the value of, your brand of your business and of you so so yeah so don't worry about you know if people are you know trying to you know take 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 or they're, they're just trying to you know, get something free off of you um definitely as josh was saying be be wary of that uh, you know you are gonna find those people and like me personally myself is i well most of my collaborations are are with uh with people that I've established a rapport with and people that I trust and people that I know understand the importance and the ins and outs of the collaboration from beginning uh, to the actual work and promoting the end product. But obviously the beginning being the planning stages, the reaching out part, explaining the idea, the middle part of actually creating the product, creating the music or the photography or the beer. And then finally the end part, promoting it online, posting it, tagging the appropriate sources, making sure that both sides are doing their part to make the collaboration as successful as possible. That's the important part is about this is that the collaboration itself is weak when only one side is putting in the work. If we really want to make the collaboration like as good as it could possibly be, then everybody involved needs to do their part. Everyone involved needs to do their part. And not just the day that you post it or whatever, but continuing to post that. And like we were saying earlier before, it's like even you know, when it's all done, still keep up the relationships with those people that you've collaborated with. Like like Glenn, like Glenn's doing at the Rust Belt, still continue to promote what these other people are doing. Because like, again, they'll see that. And if they see that they have your back, then they're going to have your back as well. I think it's, it's crucial to also bring up that communication kind of solves all these issues. If the person's not sharing it, try not, I mean, don't come off and be rude right away. They might, this might be their first collaboration, you know, be humble about it. Be like, Hey, Man, get on your game, man. How, you know, gr- you know, share that, post that for me, will you? You know, try to try to encourage a, a line of communication and like you said a rapport right off the bat that, you know, you're clear with what you want and what you expect to get out of it and everything, you know, on both sides, you know, that kind of eliminates any kind of uncertainty, any like, oh, well, 
you didn't do this, you didn't do that. Well, we didn't talk about that. You know, like all those type of disagreements can be avoided just by simply being up front. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a written document, but even a, a conversation between the two people or the two businesses in the in the beginning can can set, a, a, you know, a rapport for the whole collaboration going forward. I like Glenn's idea for sure. How he's like, yo, like I'm, I'm not even gonna lie, Glenn. I'm gonna take a smooth page, like right out your book, because like for real though, because I like, I like the idea of I'm already coming to you with a plan. So if I come to you with the plan, you know what I'm saying, like, bro, we have a marketing plan where this gonna stretch out for three months. Are you? Can you commit yourself to that? I'm coming to you. I already have everything put together. All you gotta do is this for three months, this is the duration. If we can do that, then let's do it. And then from that, that's where the, you find the consistency. That's where you, like Glenn said, you can illuminate. Okay, hey, what? Nope, not them, oh, nope, not them. Because why? Man, we, had a, we only had it 60 days. We only needed to do 60 days and they, would, they did three days and I ain't heard from them, I ain't seen nothing. We gonna continue ours because we already did it. But on their end, I won't do another project with this person. And this person might see me rise up and come back later and be like, hey, man, I want to, and I'm going to have to kindly let you know, hey, remember when I came to you with the plan for 60 days? You couldn't even do a week. You know, that right there, like I said, I'm ripping that page out because that, that stops the negative incarnation. That stops the, the people who are like, well, shoot, I'm just here just to get something. That stops the, the oh, I got to call you and be like, I got, I shouldn't have to call you and be on your ass and be like, hey, what you doing, man? We supposed to be, po no, we had this conversation when we, before we started it, we, we kind of conversated it while we were shooting and doing everything we was doing. And now that it's time to put in the work, if you ain't putting in the work, then you're a company that is not from the work with me because you're destined to, I'm not saying you destined to fail, but you most definitely ain't going to be, you're going to fail this project because you, you ain't putting in the work. And we discussed it. I like that, Glenn. Yeah. The, the pitch All is switchers, right? <laughs> so I, Listen no, I've, to Glenn. I've, been a, I've been a marketing director for three different breweries now. And, you know, I always have somebody above me that I have to pitch. All right. This is, this is what it's going to take. This is the product that we're going to make. This is why we're doing it. This is how it's going to sell. This is who it's going to appeal to. And I, have, I always have to sell a marketing pitch of whatever project that we're working on. So I take it the same way with the collaboration. If I'm going to approach somebody else and be like, hey, this is, you know, I want to do this project with you. This is why. This is why you should agree to do this. But it also includes expectations. This is what you should expect from me. This is what I expect from you. And this is, if we, if we both put in what, what the expectations are that's that's how it's successful if if one person drops a ball one person isn't putting in the effort that they're supposed to then we shouldn't even do this yeah exactly i'm ripping that page out your book bro yeah <laughs> just put that that's in my stuff. folder <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to, to go back to this podcast and because i'm recording it right now i'm recording it right now i'm, I'm, hey. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go back and as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's the key. That's the key to a good collaboration. That's the key to a good collab is setting the, setting that, setting the tone in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? And, then, and once you set the tone in the beginning, that person who collabed with you, who is not, they, they might have something negative to say, but it's going to open the ears of other people. And people are going to be like, well, well, why did they drop you from the situation? Why, why, aren't you work, why aren't you working with them? And then when they come to me or they come to Glenn or Josh or you, Juwan, and they say, hey, man, I see you was working with such and such. What happened? And be like, oh, man, no, we had a 60-day agreement, but he didn't, he didn't fulfill his agreement the way that he was supposed to. 
And so we moved forward. And we're like, oh man, well, I'm interested in collabing. We're like, well, we're gonna do the same thing. We have this agreement. And that person's gonna already know, if I do not fulfill this agreement, they're gonna drop me. So then that sets, that sets a tone for every business in the future. Yeah. That's like, that, man, I heard if you work with them, bro, they will drop you in 60 days. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, so in my mind, that yeah, yeah, Glenn. Yeah. And the, and the worst <laughs> thing, the worst thing you want to have happen to you, especially, and in areas small as the Quad Cities is to get blacklisted. That's the one thing you don't want. Bro. <laughs> and for some reason, when people get blacklisted in Quad Cities, everyone in the world knows it. Yeah. It's weird, but it happens. Yeah. You be in St. Louis like, oh, I heard your name before. And then walk away and be like, nah, we ain't working with that cat, bro. We heard about what he did in the QC to the homie. Because contrary to what a lot of people believe, Quad Cities is full of people that aren't from the Quad Cities. So when you guys are always talking about somebody's watching you and they're always there, like that's something that I really speak to artists about is like, what is your online presence? It's like, bro, are you really paying attention to your online presence on your private page? Because there are people that are looking. There are people that will be like, man, I love his music, but he crazy. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like for real, because it'd be like, I want to become a fan but now when I come become a fan, I want to go to your show. I want to go to a meet and greet and everything like that. If you on there talk about toting guns and I'm going to kill this person and shoot. And man, I was on the drive. If you doing that on your, on your, on your lives, on your, on your, people are watching that like, man, I ain't going to that concert, bro. I didn't get shot at. I'm cool. You know, it's, it's all about the image. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, bro. Like, yeah, man. I'm, no, that's I'm, huge. I, I completely agree. That's, I mean, you have to treat your personal page like it's a business page. You, you are a brand. You're going to be selling yourself, especially if you're networking that hard and you are looking for collaborations and you are working like that. You have to treat your personal page like it's a business page. And because that's how I'm going to be if you come to me looking for a collab. If you add me on Facebook or you start following me on Instagram and you shoot me a message, first thing I'm going to do if I don't know who you are, I'm going to go through your shit and see, okay, you're super political. You got all this drama with your baby mama. I'm, I'm not getting involved with you. Right. <laughs> that, I mean, overall, that takes away from any potential marketing that you guys could do in the future. Like, yeah. And that uh, directly affects you. So, oh, he's doing business with this guy and look at his baby mama drama. And it's like that directly affects you. Like, absolutely. You can't, there's no way around it. Like that carries on. That's yeah. not, that's not just a, just for this collaboration. Right. Yeah. And I mean, in the past, I've been kind of having an issue where, people would tag me in songs that I didn't mix or master and people would assume that I mixed and mastered them, which were not as good at quality as I deliver. And so people would be like, Oh, well you mixed that, right? No, no, I didn't. And then, you know, it would kind of give my brand a different look because you know, like it's just weird. <laughs> But yeah, you have to be careful of it's like, not reared. It's real the, <laughs> yeah. right now. The world that we live in, all of us are all of us are of the age where we were we were at one point in time. We spoke to people in person like it wasn't. No. Oh, I seen you on Facebook, bro. What's up? Like I seen you at the mall today. What up, bro? And they're inboxing you like, nah, I seen you at the mall. I said, what's up? You kept walking. And then you text me on Facebook later on. Like we were we all <laughs> are from an area where it's easier for us to communicate in person. So now it's like, and then we would have our own little personal thing. You know, we walk away and you didn't know what Josh or what Jawan was doing today. You don't know what they ate unless you've seen them the next day and you talked about it. 
man, I had the bombest burger yesterday, bro. Oh, man. We weren't worried about taking pictures of our food and stuff like that. So now, you know what I'm saying? Now it's still a place where it's like we have to get used to being on a place, especially during this COVID, bro. That, that really made people accustomed to being on social media, whether what, no matter what platform it is. But um, now we have to be accustomed of not going to the Facebook and, and just saying whatever we want to say or feeling some type of way and being and going, man, there's so many things that I type and I delete it. I'd be like, bro, I got too much going, bro. I got a brand that I got to protect. I got right. my name I got to protect. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to like this social media stuff, like cancel culture, take this man. As like, Come on, man. And one of the one of the problems that we have is social media. The fact that we use it, as, people use it as a journal. But then they turn around and want to be entrepreneurs. And then that messes their entrepreneurship up because then it's like, oh, no, nah, bro. Like, he was just arguing. Like you said, baby mama drama, you was arguing with your baby dad on the thing. But you want me to come over there and buy your product. And it then took you two weeks to give me my product. Why? Because you having issues over here. That's, that's the wrong place over here. That's why I always encourage every business Get off your personal page and get on your get on your public figure page. Get on your business page. Artist, you got an artist page? No, you don't got one. You need to build one before we work. Why? Because I don't want your part. You for one, you can only reach five thousand people on your personal page. On your business page, you can reach twenty million. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes down to it, you're gonna treat it as if it is a that is your image. You're gonna treat that professional page as you would if you were doing it your resume. You know what I'm saying? Because people are gonna look. They're gonna look for it, and when they find it, they're gonna use that. If you have an impeccable resume, and you out here calling people bitches and hoes on on the thing, excuse my language, but you are posting that, you posting weird videos or, or pedophile weird stuff, you know, you posting all that stuff, that's your resume. You know what I'm saying? And that could be the difference between a six-figure job and working at McDonald's or working at Walmart pushing carts. You know what I'm saying? And people don't realize that these days mm -hmm. because they use it as a journal. It's like, yeah, man, like, it's gotten to the point now for me that I hardly ever post on my personal. Like, I use my personal page to promote my business page now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. everything that I post on my 100 series page, I just reshare it. Boom, that's it. I don't post anything about my personal life. I don't post anything about what I'm doing, what I'm cooking, you know, what video games I'm playing. None of that. It's all business from here on out. And that's how I, that, that's exactly how I treat it. I treat every, like, inspiration. I, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll put out some motivation. Inspiration and business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll be watching. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> man. Exactly, man. The hills have eyes, man. And then the, yes. the social media hills have eyes. And, like, I know people are watching because I always get, sometimes I always, like, wonder, like, because, like, so many people will actually click the actual like button or whatever. But, I can see on my business page, like who's actually exposed to it, which is a way bigger number, a way bigger number. So just so don't think that just because no one's liking your stuff, that people aren't seeing your stuff. Cause trust me, people are, people are, are reading your stuff. People are, and some people may have the, they may have popcorn out too. You know, it's like that old Michael Jackson meme, you know, I'm just here to read the comments. It's like, yeah. true, true. No, that's very true. I, I, don't, I know I've definitely had people come up to me and be like, oh, I saw that you posted about this. And I'm like, I didn't even realize we were like Facebook friends or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. All the time. And a that's hundred another... more people are watching your shit than, than are liking your shit. And so. that's another thing, too, about, about, about friends, Facebook friends. Like, now it's gotten to the point where if I have not met you personally at, on some level, like, don't expect me to, to accept your request because, like, 
I'm gonna say, like, yeah. yeah. It's like, don't you're just trying to get into my business. Like, I don't know you. Like, how I, cause like, how I know you're not gonna play, be posting some crazy stuff. And now that's on my timeline now. And now I gotta go back and unfollow you or whatever. So it's like, it's like, I need to know who you are before I even consider, you know, accepting a friend request. If you really wanna follow me, you can go to my business page. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on a, I'm on a firm on, I'm, on adding people right now i will not do it right now and it's funny because like a couple years ago i was at this whole like the more people you have on your personal page the the bigger your reach is so i my goal was to get to five thousand, and now it's like i'm almost at three thousand now because i've just been deleting people that if you're negative or it's just something that i don't want to see like that's good for your mental health like if you don't want to see it take it off there like i know we're talking about collaboration but part of being a good collaborator is handling your business well and so like i feel like don't just add a bunch of people that are not your target audience for no reason like yeah you want to add people to your personal page like your mom and your family and all that but if you're just adding random people you don't know if they're going to support you or not and nine out of ten times they're probably not they probably just want to see what's going on on your page they they saw something and then after that they won't contact you or support or like or even see your post anymore so i think the 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 quality uh, the quality of people on your page is more important than the quantity these days more than anything um especially on my on my page right now i'm i'm not trying to look at any more negative politics stuff or any of that you know like i'm no, just trying to your guys is homie, your guys is homie royce royce is i don't mean to interrupt you because you said royce's name and what you're saying Royce legitimately shout out to shout out to Royce Crunk Chocolate. Yeah, he inboxed Royce. me. He inboxed me. And after I put up like a post and I was like, why is everyone so negative or something like that? And he inboxed me and was like, bro, you have the power to make your life positive. If you spend majority of your time on your social media, yeah. get rid of the negative, put in the positive, and you will see a different your, your stress levels to go down, this and that, whatever. He put he like broke it down. I was like, man, you right, bro. And I got to deleting like the negative because I was just like, man, keep them on there so they can watch you, watch you stunt. What? No, take them people off. I want the people who want to cheer for me, the people who are, yeah. you know, so exactly. shout out to my man Royce, bro. Like, crunch chocolate, you. I suggest if you have something to say, call that man Royce, bro. He'll he'll put you in a positive light. That yeah. is a positive Royce man. is awesome. Prunk, yeah, That's Royce is amazing. Dude. good guy, great, great guy. Dude. Yeah, That's and yeah, name. and yeah, on your, on your page, like you can unfollow people like you can still be friends with them, but you won't see their stuff, but they'll still see your stuff. So that's right. what I've been doing. I just unfollow people. So that way they're still good and they're still getting what, what I'm providing. Cause I think I'm, I'm providing some, some good stuff. I don't, I don't know if anyone agrees with that, but I think I'm putting out some yeah, pretty I good definitely. stuff. So you can see my stuff, but I got no room for them though. I got to delete them. I got no room. I don't, I don't even want them to see my, my stuff. <laughs> I mean, if they want to see go. it, they'll go to my business page. You know, all like, right, all right, all right. Or they'll come to the events. Yeah, <laughs> they'll come out to the events for sure. Right. But yeah, man, that and that right there, that also too being in a headspace, a positive head headspace, that also helps with the choose with the choosing of who you're going to collaborate with as well. You know, getting back to the collaboration thing, like if you're taking off the negative and you have nothing but positive, but you have positive people in the same lanes or in lanes that you want to be in, it makes it easier for you to even want to be like, hey, man, that is so dope. And then another post come down. Oh, man, that is so great. And then somebody jumps on your post. Oh, that's great. And you're like, hey, man, I love your work, man. Let's work. 
that's one of those things where it's like you come together and that's a beautiful, it's a beautiful situation where it's not like, a, I'm just trying to work with you because I see what you're doing. It's like, nah, I see you're doing something great and you notice that I'm doing something great, but I notice that you notice because you're, you're sharing my stuff. You're, you're, you're commenting on my stuff. You're liking my stuff. You're, you're tagging your friends in my stuff. That positive interaction, you know what I'm saying? And you can only have that if you have the positivity on your social medias or even in your life period. So, yeah. yeah. I think, I think, Juwan, I think I met you just walking down the street, wasn't it? You were shooting a chick outside of, uh, down in the, in the village, right yeah. in the village. Yep. You were shooting a chick and it was like, he was over there, they was having a good time. I'm like, hey, who this brother over here? Man, I'm gonna go <laughs> holler at him real quick. I'm yeah. like, what's up, bro? Boom, we legit, that's how we connected because it was the, the, the vibes, man. And then my yep. homie, he was trying to shoot like a music video or something. But I was like, man, forget what you're talking about. I'm going to go holler at my homie over here who's actually, like, putting in <laughs> right. some work, man. A brother doing camera work. Let me holler at him. And Definitely. Hey, that's funny, though. <laughs> the, way, the way me and Jawan met was through a, through a podcast. He was one of our guests on a podcast I was uh, collaborating with. Um, yeah, so that's crazy. That's funny. Now, full Juwan, circle. Jawan, all about the collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. Like, I knew from the very beginning when I started the 100 Series five years ago that if I was going to grow this thing, I needed other people. Because, yeah. because like, there's, there's no way I, I'd have, the, like, the, this reach or, or following that I have today if I hadn't worked with, with other people. And these people, they weren't business owners. These were just, just everyday people on my, on my, on my uh, friends list at the time. And from that, it just snowball effect. It just got bigger and bigger and bigger and people started noticing people actually started taking it seriously and then you know big companies actually started reaching out to me now because now now they they see the value in it they understand what the brand's all about and that's what all it is good collaboration is good customer service and not only an, another thing okay so right now more than ever like these big companies don't want to hire long-term people for the gigs they don't want to because they don't want to pay for office time they don't want to increase a bunch of reasons so now more than ever it's our time to be like the little guy to get these gigs like we're probably going to get paid more than we've ever got paid but they're paying less than they'd probably pay either way so it's a win-win for both the big corporations and the little guy to collaborate with other people and build brands that they didn't really probably think we could do you know so it's it's crucial like man especially with covid man we could collaborate on so many different levels that i, I mean i see a, i just see opportunity like as soon as this covid happened i was like oh crap and then as soon as i came to my senses i'm like oh wait there's a lot of opportunity right now happening not only for collaborations but for future endeavors of our businesses like i, I would last year i would have never thought my business is where it's at right now i never thought that I would be doing different stuff than I went, I was doing last year. And so those only happened because I collaborated and gained the confidence working with other people to know, Hey, I can do that pretty well. I might as well try to do it again. You know, like, so just put yourself out there sometimes too. Like, don't be afraid to like reach out to the Jawans or the birds or the Glens. Like we're not going to be like, go away. We're not, we're going to be like, Hey man, that might not work, but Hey, keep doing your thing. You know, like even if the worst thing is, it doesn't work. You know, like now you guys are gonna have like fifty people in your inbox, so I apologize. No, but for sure. I mean, cool. it is. <laughs> even if somebody reaches out to you and and it's not a fit, 
I'm still going to, you know, give you my feedback on your pitch. Right. You know, even if you pitch it completely, just botch it. And right. it's not something that I feel is a good connection between the two of us. I'm going to give you my feedback. And, and if I, if I, if I, if you were at least sincere about the way you did it, and I, and I do see your enthusiasm. If I know somebody that you would work better with, I'll, right. I'll tell you to reach out to that person and I'll reach out to that person and say, Hey, listen to what this guy has to say. He's got an idea. It just doesn't work for me. Exactly. And then if, and then if push come to shove, if things swing back around, then that's that, you know, from you reaching out in a positive right. way and, and really looking at person, it like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, when you when you reach out in a positive way and really make that happen then it's exactly like what glenn was saying earlier we're gonna go back to glenn's book it's exactly like what he was saying earlier i'll work with you in future project projects you know i'll be like oh hey remember that one kid that called us that one time and he was talking about he wanted to do this hey let's hit him and his friends up or whatever and see if they're trying to be on that you know what I'm saying? And then at that point in time, we bring you on or whatever. It might not be the fit at the time. Timing is everything when it comes to anything business. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, every business owner is thinking about what's next. They're not, they're, they're are, whatever they're doing right now was already planned a few months ago. So what you got to understand is if you're seeing something executed, when you're seeing something executed, we're already planning the next joint. So if I already started planning it, and you weren't in them plans in the beginning and you just are now coming in and collaborate, give me a second to fix this, get this together real quick. And then we're going to revisit because there's going to be a brainstorming session after we get through with this putting together. There's going to be a brainstorming session on what is next. And if you put your bid in and give it some time and don't rush me and man, what's going on, man? What it up, man? I might have an idea right now. Reach out. Hey, man, I just want to let you know this is what I was thinking. I definitely want you to be a part of it. Let me put it together first. Give me a little bit of time to put that together. Give Glenn a little bit of time to put that together because you know that when we come, it's going to be together. It's going to be ready. You're going to be, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be something that once it's executed, it's a move. You know what I'm saying? The problem with a lot of people is they are impatient. They want it now. Like, what are you doing right now? Oh, I want to do that now. Be like, well, it just doesn't work like that, bro. That means I got to cut you in on this. That means I got to introduce you to these people. I got to build a reputation with you. I got, you got to build a reputation with these, bro. It's too much. So put your bid in, give me an idea. Talk about what you want to talk about now. And then when it comes to that brainstorming moment, let's, let's, let's work on the future. You know, keep it positive so we can keep it going, man. And that's how we keep the money flowing. Absolutely, sure. man. Absolutely, yeah. Because speaking of that, I want to I want to know what are some of the, some of the projects you guys are working on in the future right now? Because I because I'll tell you I'll tell you right now like I'm already planning stuff for 2021. Like I got I got I got a big I got, I got a big project coming out in 2021. I don't know if you guys were following the uh, the the slasher horror uh, series that I was I, I was posting on social media or not Slashland, but we got we got part three. We're working on part three for next year already. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be, be bigger. It's gonna be badder. It's gonna be nastier. And I'm right. super excited about that. Awesome. Uh, I'm working on. I got a lot of stuff that I'm working on. Um, like I said, I'm with Local Traffic Only with uh, K Young, Cat Daddy, and Pinky, which is Corey Ewing and um, Rachel Vasquez. So with Local Traffic Only, we have a whole. Uh, there's some stuff that I can talk about. So we have like some artist stuff coming out, but there's some stuff that I can't talk about. But it's all gonna drop 2021. You for sure. You you gonna be like, dang, he did say something about Local Traffic Only. We need to talk to them. 
they we gonna get it cracking. Um, I also have um, like I was telling you about uh, the merchandise and stuff with uh, Linta, my homie DeAndre Burker. He's down in Arizona. We have um, we have some uh, spring lines that we're about to that we're working on right now, like swimming suit stuff like that that we are gonna drop more towards 2021. Um, he, we just dropped a little uh, winter line, and also too we have a uh, we have a giveaway to where it's uh, once you spend like it's like forty dollars or more on the website. You enter into a drawing to win $150, two $150 Walmart gift cards, and you get a $150 uh, gift card for yourself, and then $150 to give to a family in need or a person of your choice or whatever like that. And then so that that we have that going on right now as far as with Alinta. You can go check that out on Alinta.com. Um, uh, I have some stuff going on with my homie Cooper Hopkins and uh, Joseph, Joseph uh, uh, Porter. Cooper. Huh? Shout, Shout out to Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, that man is a beast. Um, I have some stuff going on with Cooper Hopkins and Joseph, though. It's uh, I'm a production, um, their production and marketing manager for their filming company that we're putting together some films. We, uh, if we're, there's just some name changes right now going on with it, but we have some uh, projects coming out 2021, and that's going to be a lot of like music videos. It's going to be uh, we're working on like documentaries, working on um, right now. I myself personally is sitting with screenwriter. And trying to write like a film that I want to come out like 2022. So be tuned, stay tuned for that. And then um, really though, I mean, when it comes down to it, I'm working with an artist, PB Dutch, and she has a few shows coming up. She has a show coming up. Shout out PB Dutch. I have uh, shows coming out with her. She has a show this weekend in uh, Des Moines. And then um, there's another show that I'm uh, that I'm working with my homie Gage, and it's next week on the 31st that she'll be performing as a Halloween bash. I'll, that'll all be on my Facebook and Instagram, the uh, flyers and everything like that. And then she has a show in Iowa City on November 6th. And I'll be putting that promotion up after we do, uh, I'll start promotion on that mid, like at mid next week or something like that. But uh, tickets are, I do have tickets, tickets are for sale. I encourage everyone to come out and check them out and everything like that. And then also too, um, I just started working with, I don't know if you guys have heard of the artist Richie Uchia. He's from around, he's from Texas, but he just he's been here for like four years. But uh, I'm doing some publicist work with him and helping him out, uh, getting some exposure outside and stuff like that. So big things, a lot of work, a lot of things happening. And then I will be um, planning my own event for 2021. Like I don't have a date for it. I don't even have a whole bunch of specifics. But I just be on the lookout for 2021 as far as like Bert Bert's management company type stuff coming out so that's all i can really get into but other than that i'm just like working and i got my kids and stuff so all right How are you, Josh? i guess i can jump in <laughs> um uh i guess that was probably like the perfect time to kind of announce the big thing that i've been working on that we have uh not okay. announced yet um Exclusives. so um, i'm doing I'm doing some time down in here, down here in St. Louis of uh, part time of just kind of building up some some much needed funds. But uh, we um, are working on a huge collaboration project in Moline, uh, opening up a new brewery called Cat's Cradle. Oh, um, nice. And it is uh, in the waterfront um, building, the waterfront apartments in, in Moline, right next to Western University campus in the IAH corporate building right on the river, uh, right there on River Drive. And uh, we're collaborating that space with Woe Pizza. So they're nice. putting a uh, pizza and bakery in that space. And we're putting a brewery and 
coffee shop in that space. So um, from like 6 a.m. 6 a.m. till uh, 2 a.m., you'll be able, people will be able to come in and get baked goods and coffee, and then it switches over to pizza mm. and uh, and beer at night. So we'll be producing everything in house uh, between the two brands. And um, yeah, I've got Royce's the uh, the front of house hospitality manager and marketing director there. Uh, I got Patrick Hale, who's done the majority of uh, the beer labels for Midwest Ale Works, Bent River, um, Stompbox, all of their work. So he's doing all of the graphic design there. Um, and then I have a yet to be named um, head brewer that's going to be there. So I'll be doing some research and development and running the business, but um, I'm really happy with the, the head brewer that we were able to get as well. So it should be a fun project. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, what I'm working on right now is just getting uh, some more, um, really some more uh, media on the company itself. And I'm working on a content, an art project I'm working on called, called hashtag I am. And it's called, uh, basically, it's just basically showing everyone that you're more than just what people think you are. So like for me, during COVID, I've realized that I'm not just an audio engineer. I'm also a father. I'm a husband. I'm a videographer. So for me, the I am an art, I did a I am entrepreneur. And so for me, I want to highlight different um, entrepreneurs that really like put um, an I am statement that shows like what they are besides what people may already think they are. Um, so to kind of like give some insight into the lives of entrepreneurs that people may not already see. So uh, that's kind of a project I'm working on right now. I have a podcast that I'm thinking about launching next year. Um, that's going to be all about men and men's health and men stuff, stuff that men just don't want to talk about that we should. Um, so I'm definitely going to be reaching out to you guys for stuff like that. Um, and just really trying to build a space here, man, building the community around what, you know, collaboration for me. So, I mean, I'm just going to try to keep on doing events and I'm going to start probably doing my first, uh, networking event of the year. Um, I may do it in November or December, but I probably will wait till January. I'm kind of in, for me right now, I'm just kind of going with the flow of things. I really want to make sure that I'm not forcing anything or making, you know, with COVID, it's just kind of like my business is really um, based on person to person's interaction. So I don't want to do anything that will put anybody in the realm of, you know, unsafe, not be, uns you know, not be safe but I also want to build a community around what we're doing here. So I'm trying to play, you know, kind of both sides between, you know, making sure everyone's safe and being able to connect at the same time. So, um, you know, like I said, if any of you guys have any collaborations, feel free to reach out to me because at this point I have a way more flexible schedule to be able to promote and to really f uh, focus on projects that I'm really adamant about which is what I've loved about COVID. Like before I kind of got myself into a situation where I'd have to just grind, grind, grind. And we kind of get to that mentality when as entrepreneurs where we want to just like keep moving and keep growing. And now I'm in a place where I can decide, all right, I want to work on this project and I'm giving it my full attention. And that's so fulfilling right now. So like for me every month, I'm just like, Hey, that inspires me. I'm doing it. And you know, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. So it's just been a lot of fun to really be able to 
spend that time at home and be able to work and be able to kind of have that work-life balance that I didn't really have a lot of last year. So uh, that's really what I'm working on now. So <laughs> Awesome stuff. So how can everybody find you online if they want to look you up? Uh, uh, I'm on Instagram, Underground Economy, Facebook, Underground Economy, both of those under Graveyard Studios as well, or just Josh Graves. My website has just launched um, about a month ago, undergroundeconomyqc.com. Um, go ahead and check out what we're offering on there. And uh, yeah, any of those sites. Bert? Um, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. My Facebook is, like I said, Bert Johnson. Um, my Instagram is birdj25, Snapchat birdj25. And then um, you can check out some of the product on www.alinta.com. That's where this is. You can check out some of the um, production work and uh, uh, videography work that, some, that the people I work with, Cooper and Joseph, at uh, www.henrypatrick.com. And that might be changing soon, but as of right now, it's henrypatrick.com. And then, um, yeah, you can, I mean, I follow my page. I'm going to be putting everything on my pages. So all you got to do is follow those. And yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, you can reach out to me at, on Instagram. Uh, Brewed by GC is my handle on there. Um, on Facebook, just follow the, the Cat's Cradle artisanal brewing page that's my new brewing project in Moline um other than that what's happening uh podcast that I do with Royce uh follow that on Spotify or any kind of podcast streaming um that's beer industry news and, and fun stuff with beer um that Royce and I get to talk about uh bi bi-weekly and then um uh, you can catch me on 97X once a week uh, where I talk about all of the local beer tappings and events that are going on in Quad City Beer, uh, also called What's Tapping. Mm, nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, guys, this has been a very, probably the most informative episode on the podcast I've had to date. Like, seriously, I'm about to go back through this recording here, and I'm going to be definitely going through and taking some notes because – I think every, everybody definitely shared like some really good nuggets about collaboration, about social media presence, about so much good stuff. So I'm definitely going to be, be loving uh, going through all this podcast episode and, and uh, reviewing it, taking some notes. And if you're watching on Twitch right now, you're getting all this weeks, weeks before anyone else gets it. So I hope you guys are taking advantage of this as well. Yeah. I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to keep this up for maybe 24 hours and then I'm going to take it down. So definitely, definitely if you uh, have friends on Facebook, if you want them to get the information like right away, let them know. Cause I'm going to be taking this down. Uh, what time is it right now? Time is two twenty CST. So two twenty CST tomorrow it's coming down and then you'll have to wait until it drops on the, the, the podcasting platforms on iTunes and Spotify. So just a little can something we, to keep in mind. Can we share this on our Facebooks and our, and our, and stuff like that for the 24 hours? I believe so. Yeah. I believe there, there should be a link on the if you actual wanna, Twitch. If you want to go to my post, I have it there too. Okay. Or if okay. you go up to the top left corner and click where it says live on custom live streaming service, yeah. it'll say copy link. Bet. 
Yeah. Because and, and make sure that when you guys watch this, if you rewatch it, pull out pen and paper, especially if you are a business owner or you are an artist, aspiring artist or aspiring to just collaborate with anybody anywhere. It doesn't have to be Quad Cities. It's anywhere. This all this knowledge applies across the board. So don't take it lightly. Actually do something with it. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you so much for yeah, hopping on the podcast and sharing, man. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, appreciate it. It's all love. Thanks. Have Great talking to you guys. And yeah. everyone and everybody at home watching on Twitch right now, thank you so much. Stay subscribed to us on Facebook, on Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and now twitch.tv slash 100 underscore series. Thank you all so much for checking us all out. I wish you all peace, prosperity, and positivity. Take care of yourselves, and as always, keep it 100. Yeah.